Good Tuesday evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Tennessee Prime, coming to you live from Gus's world-famous fried chicken on Sutherland Avenue. we got a packed house here tonight. Um, I'm the big guy in the room, right? i got Jason Swain, i got Cade Mays, and i got Jaquan Blakely here tonight. If you can't get out to Gus's tonight, be sure and check them out um, next time you're in town or, or whenever you're coming this way. It's the best fried chicken in Knoxville. It's not even close. Uh, if you're going to watch the ball games on Saturday or Sunday or uh, you need a catering deal done, they can take care of it all for you here at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. So be sure and check them out. We hope you'll come by and see us tonight. Guys, it is senior week. What does that mean? What does it mean to you? Is what it is another it week? Me? Is it a... I don't know if y'all can hear me. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. You sound great, Kate, as yeah, always. Thank you. Appreciate that. What, what, what does it mean to you? Is it, I mean, is it another week? Do you try to make it another week, or is the reality of it it's not? I mean, the reality of it is not another week, but just trying to make it, make it another week so the reality doesn't really set in. But, um, yeah, I mean, this chapter of our lives are closing, so just trying to make the most of it. How do you, get, how do you manage the week, Juwan? How do you manage it? Oh, you just really think about it and go, like you said, go about it as it's a normal week, you know what I'm saying? Um, just can't really think about it. Uh, you, don't, you don't really think about the ending of it. You know, you just, we're preparing right now. So just thinking about the preparation and what we got to do. Is it one of those weeks where you get a lot of random text out of the blue from people you haven't heard <laughs> from for a while, in a while? I mean, is it, is it kind of one of those types of weeks or is it really, no, nah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to keep it normal? I think it's kind of one of those weeks. I've been getting multiple texts from people that, you know, that I haven't heard from in a while. But, I mean, you just I just think about it as just a normal week going into a game, though. Okay. Um, definitely not one of those weeks for me. I haven't gotten any texts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a few people feel like um, like if we don't talk on the daily, I'm not approachable or something. But I haven't gotten any like, senior day texts. That's because you're offensive linemen. Offensive linemen are thought to be mean. Mean guys. We're not mean guys. We're just, we're just big guys. Yeah, are big guys. But, I mean, people think you're mean. But you're just a big old teddy bear at the end of the day. And that's, and that's okay, man. Um, you guys are, are seniors. And I, you know, we talked a little bit about this before we, we got on. It's just, it's just really hard to, to flip the switch. And seniors been, have been doing this for decades and decades and decades, playing at Tennessee and you know, you run through the vault. I mean, you go through the vault walk, you run through the tee for the, the last time, and uh, it's you by yourself. And, you know, you have that moment where you're with your, your brothers, and it's the last time that you run through the tee together at Neyland Stadium. Now, you do have the bowl game, and congratulations, congratulations on getting to the bowl and getting bowl eligible last week. But you got to flip that switch, you know. As soon as you run through the tee, as soon as the ball is kicked off, you have to flip the switch from hugging and thinking about it being over and, in my case, drop, dropping tears with a couple of my guys and then having to go out there and, and play against a team that is trying to knock your head off. So um, there's really no way for you guys to prepare for it, I mean, because y'all have never been through it before. Um, but you guys are a really fast first-quarter team. You playing defense, you playing offense. Defensively, is, is Hypo talking about starting fast to you guys on defense? We know we see the points going on the board on offense, but – Defensively, kind of, what's the message from Coach Banks and Hypo? Um, just basically knowing our assignment, starting fast, you know, um, in these past couple games, you know, we've had a couple slip-ups here and there, and uh, some games we didn't start as fast as we want to. So basically just starting fast, you know, knowing your assignments and executing is the big message going around right now. 
What, what, what's the confidence like for you guys, though? I mean, because you have started so fast, Cade. I mean, and, and obviously defensively you guys are seeing what the offense is doing. I mean, you know, sometimes you hear about, you know, you got to kind of feel each other out, feel the opponent out, figure out what they want to do. It, it seems like your guys' message is this is what we do and you, good luck catching up to what we do. I mean, yeah, it's got sure. it's, it's to be a different confidence level with that kind of mentality, doesn't it? Yeah, I think we know we're going to go out and score points. And, um, and like, we're, we always believe in our game plan going into the game. Coaches do a really good job of putting us in a good position to score. So just really knowing that you're going to go out and score a lot of points and, like, why can't it be the, you know, the first couple plays you go out and score? Like, it doesn't have to be the third quarter when you go on a big run. Like, it can be the beginning of the game like we've showed, you know, a few times this year. For you guys defensively, what's that feel like? Knowing the offense is, is being as explosive as they are. Um, just we got to be ready, you know. Um, our offense scores fast, so that means we get on the sideline and get the correction and get ready and get back up. Is, is, it, is it more confidence for you guys because you know that, that this offense is hitting it out of the gate as fast as they are? Yeah, and uh, we basically bounce off each other, you know. The offense make a mistake. We go out, get a three and out offense back up. We know our offense is fast. We know we score fast and we move the ball on people. So we just got to get ready, get our correction, and get ready to get back out there. Has there been time for you, Jay, during the season, during the game, where you've gotten a stop on on defense, offense goes out, and they score like super, super fast? And the moment you sit down, the moment you get a cup of water, you go back out there and you're like, Dang, man. I mean, you're happy that the team, that your boys scored, but you're kind of like, oh, man, I got to go again. Has that happened at oh. least once this season or maybe more than once? Oh, most definitely. It's definitely happened, <laughs> but uh, Coach Gardner does a great it job. It happened at Kentucky the first six plays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially. Y'all boys were out there for a minute. <laughs> yes, a long time. Long 99, 99 time. plays, right? We were sweating on the sidelines. Yes. We were chilling. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even he didn't sweat at all that game, did you? I didn't even break a sweat in the whole Kentucky Must game. Must be nice. <laughs> the biggest sweat I broke was in our little warm-up and T-shirts. Rub it in, okay? Wow. Rub it yeah. in to the yeah. Kentucky fans. Yeah. So Must you were saying Coach Garner does what? Uh, he basically just, you know, he, he helps. He's good with rotating. Um, when situations like that happen, he knows that, you know, we get a little winded. So he's good with rotating and getting eyes in and out, you know, based on what's going on with the offense. Who has been the best – football player that you have played against in your career at Tennessee. When you when you look back and you're like, man, I played in the SEC, the best of the best, and you think about guys that you played against maybe in the league, maybe not in the league, who are some of those guys that uh, you played against that you can say uh, were the best? Man, um, Bowden from Kentucky – Couple years ago, yeah, he was he was he, he was, was really that guy. Yeah, he was he was he was, he was, he was that guy. He was, he was pretty he was, decent. Yeah, um, I mean, just you know, some of the big time quarterbacks, Kyle Trash, guys like that. You know, bigger guys that are hard to bring down, but can kill you with their feet or their arm. So I mean, okay, for me, um, like physically played against, like play was was played uh, against, or you know just. No, I mean, like, physically played against yeah. as a D-tackle. Um, Derek Brown, definitely for me, top five pick. Like, yeah. males, males raw. Males raw. Um, as far as just, like, played against, like, on the other team, definitely Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. Going crazy. It was, like, it was like watching, like, a video game player. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Like, man would roll out to the right and just throw it across the field, hit somebody in stride. I was like, oh, my God. 
Jaquan, you could probably named about fifteen because you've you've been here you've been here a minute. I mean, to, yeah. today Matthew Butler called you the last of the Mohicans. I think you're you're the only standing member of the class of 2016 that remains here. Yeah. If if I'm not mistaken, and I may have missed somebody, five strength coaches, five defensive line coaches, four head coaches. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Sounds about right. So, so what has it been? I mean, what's what's the journey been like? I mean, if if you were talking to somebody, I may have miscounted. I don't know. Four head coaches. Well, you had an interim head coach, Brody. Yeah. Yeah. Four head coaches. I mean, Brady Hope did throw somebody off the team. So oh, he, he did. Counts, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so if 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 you're talking to somebody who has no idea about you or Tennessee, and you say, "Hey, I'm a college football player, and this is what my college experience was like," how do you describe it? Chaotic. You know, um, not knowing really what the next move is, not knowing who's going to be your next coach, you know, just, I mean, basically, it it would have been harder if I didn't have the mindset that I just want to work, you know, if I was really caught up on all of the shenanigans and the odds and ends of it, then it would have been very, very long. Was there a moment where you were like, I'm done, I've had enough of this? Oh. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I was. There was a moment where I was saying I was done. It was just, it was. I was really fed up with all the extra. I just wanted everything to go ahead and get settled. I started practicing the training, you know, getting ready for the season. When, when guys start to transfer, I don't want you to call out any names or anything. But when guys start to transfer, were you like, man, really you gonna leave, man? Like this? It ain't like, even been hard yet. Yeah, like come on, man, really? Like you, you, you gonna just bail like that? Did you have that feeling about some of the guys that left? I did, but then I also thought about it as, you know, everybody has their personal reason that they do things. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I didn't know what their personal reason was. Maybe they didn't share that, but I'm pretty sure everybody did what they had to do for a reason. So. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, you can go ahead and go. No <laughs> plan time for me, baby. <laughs> so, so how has it made – how has the chaos made you a better – not just a better player, but a better person. What, what What's the life lesson you take from this journey that will make you better in whatever your next journey, steps are in life? Um, basically just, you know, adapting to life. You know, in this world, you know, life's going to throw curveballs. I mean, it's just how you adapt to it. Life is chaotic, you know. So I feel like this just preparing me for the, the my better life or my what's going to come after this just because, like, it's preparing me for changes, you know, sudden changes in jobs, things of that nature, you know. So, I mean, in the NFL, you know, you can get cut. You can be there one day and get cut the next day, you know, and then be on a whole other team. So just that, that feeling of adapting and, you know, just getting used to your surroundings. Jay, so, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Jay, what was the first encounter between you guys, the, the moment that, you know, Kay walking to the Tennessee football, you know, team meeting room for the first time. How was that like? Uh, I think we hit it off the first time. Yeah, we definitely started talking about fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely where it started. At. So, so you, so you fish, huh? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So you, you have somebody that you can uh, take hunting, maybe, right? Oh yeah. What about hunting? No? Oh yeah. Hunting too? Oh yeah. All that. Okay. All right. Have y'all have y'all been hunting together? We've not. No. Okay, I got some time here in a little bit. 
during between the last game and the bowl. Maybe maybe y'all can do that. I doubt it. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like practice every day. Yeah, you, you, right? you got a couple days. No, you got a couple days. No. Hey, by the way, by the way, do you still well, you like got, you got y'all still like morning practices? Because it was like twenty three this morning. <laughs> I've never, I've never liked summer. morning practice. I did in the summer. Now it's a little deep. It's, it's a little cold. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but it made last Saturday night warm, right? Because y'all were Absolutely used to not. it. Absolutely not. It was nah, freezing. It that way. <laughs> was there heaters on the sideline? No heaters. Yes. Yeah, they were. Our benches are heated. Yeah. I was sitting there the whole time. Oh, y'all doing that? Wow. Benches. Wow. Don't act like you didn't get to wear sleeves. Well, I, didn't walk, I don't wear sleeves. Well, you can't. You're a receiver. You can't wear sleeves. No, right? I, just, I wasn't cold. No. I wore two I wore two undershirts last game. I saw you. <laughs> How did you see my two undershirts? I saw the sleeves. I saw oh, the sleeves. I, wore, I wore two of them. <laughs> what about you? You're, are you a bulk up guy? When it gets cold, you got to. I mean, you're, you're from southern Georgia, right? I mean, yeah. you, like, you probably like heat and humidity. I definitely do. But, nah, as long as my legs are warm, I'm all right. My arms can be cold all they want to. Does it bother you? See, right. I'm the opposite. Oh, my God. I almost knocked that over. I'm the what's opposite. Your, what's your top, man? I don't have a straw. You so got to have a top. Today. We got to get you a straw. We got to get you taken care of. What's your, computer. what's your name on it? <laughs> and you a smile, have, and you a smiley face, right? Yeah, you, you should have your name on it. We got to get that taken care of, okay? We'll get that during the break. No, we'll get that done during the break. I tell you what. Well, right. let's, let's go ahead and get that done for him before he tears something up, right? No, no, no. I'm not in order. I'm not worried about that. I just, I just want him to have his name on it because they usually have his name on it and make sure that, you know, they cheer for him when he comes in. Yep. We got we to gotta make sure. Yeah, we got to keep the energy. Yeah, keep that's, the right. that's, that's right. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Fives right. are off. All right. Well, when we come back after this break, we're going to talk about this season and, and why this season's been so much fun beyond – playing and winning football games. That's coming up as you're listening to Tennessee Prime coming to you live from Gus's world-famous fried chicken on Sutherland Avenue. Hey, can you turn me up? Bite into that crispy crust with just the right amount of spicy, and you're gonna taste the tender, juicy, succulent chicken that is Gus's world-famous fried chicken. A timeless southern tradition that started over 60 years ago in Mason, Tennessee with a secret family recipe. Gus's has stood the test of time and spread throughout the world. It's not just famous, it's world-famous fried chicken at Gus's. VolQuest.com has been the gold standard for Tennessee football coverage for over 20 years, led by an experienced staff with over 600 games covered amongst them. Speed, speed, and then some more speed. VolQuest takes you behind the scenes with features on coaches and players. For only $9.95 per month, find out why VolQuest continues to set that standard. the best source of Tennessee and college football talk is? Tune in to the Swain Event every morning from 7 to 10 a.m. You can listen on the Swain Event app or catch the live stream on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook Live. If you can't listen in real time, it's all good. Just click on the podcast icon in the app and listen at your convenience. Get all the information on the Vols all year long with the Swain Event. You will not find a better mix of Big Orange news and opinion anywhere else. Fellas, 
When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime from Gus's world-famous fried chicken on Sutherland Avenue in Knoxville, Tennessee with Cade Mays and with Jaquan Blakely and Jason Swain. I'm Brent Hubbs. Glad to have you along with us. I forgot about this. We are talking about the break. You had another position, Coach, because you were a linebacker when you got here, right? Yeah, I was a linebacker when I got here. What, what did you weigh when you signed? Uh, when I signed here, I think I was like 230. Did you know that you weren't staying at linebacker long? No. You thought you were going to be a linebacker all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I ate myself down <laughs> to put my hand in the dirt. <laughs> no one knows. What, what conversation was that? What was that conversation like? Hey, we want you to come put your hand on the ground here. Well, it was kind of they kind of eased me into it by saying I was going to play in. And like a rush started, in on yeah, third down? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he kind of just trickled his way on down to playing tackle. Stay so, there, right? Yeah, yeah. So what are you weigh right now? Uh, right now I'm about 285. Okay, so you put on 50 pounds since you've been here? Oh, yeah. Straight muscle. Easy. Easy? Easy, easy 50 pounds? Easy 50 pounds. <laughs> All right, for both of you guys, but before we get into some other kind of personal stuff that you guys like to do and, and talk about some things off the field, in, in hearing the seniors talk, the ones that have visited with the media this week and everything, and all season long, regardless of wins, this year seems like it's been fun. Why? Why have you guys enjoyed this year? What, what's made this year fun beyond winning games? Uh, my opinion is more relaxed. It's more of a family atmosphere. We're actually bonding as brothers now and not just as teammates. And that. That, that speaks dividends, you know. When I know that I can call Cade, no matter if it's about football or life, you know, it makes things easier. Is, is that a result of the leaders said, hey, we're going to do this, or what's caused this? What's caused it to nah, be I mean, more than football? Make, I mean, you can't really make people, like, vibe with each other. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just is what it is. Like, we just clicked. And, and as far as the O-line room, man, this year, like, this is the closest, like, position group I've ever been a part of. Like, like I've been a, like one last year was phenomenal too, but like this year it's just like the bond is different. Like people walk into my apartment that are on the O line, like without even calling me, without even knocking, they'll just bust through my door and like. Same with the D line. That's like that's just what it is. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, for people on the outside, why? Well, I mean, why, why is this year? Why is this year different than previous years? What? Why? Why is the bond there? That what? What I created honestly, that? I honestly couldn't. I mean, we night in meetings till 11.30 at night, so we got a little more free time. Yeah. We just kind of kick it with each other, you know. Do you, like you, you feel like you know your team better, know your teammates better than ever? Um, in terms of who they are, not, not, not what kind of football player they are, but do you yeah, feel like these yeah, guys better? Room for sure, yeah. yeah, especially in the D-line room. Yeah. Because we spend so much time, like, with the – 
with our position groups, like, it's hard for, like, someone in the O-line to, like, unless you, like, live together to get, like, really, like, in-depth with knowing someone on, like, a really personal, personal level, like, on the D-line. Because right. we're always with, like, the O-line's always together, D-line's always together. That's how it is with every position group. So, I mean, like, when you're on the field with those dudes, like, you know you know the fibers that make them up. You know what I mean? Like, you know what makes them tick. So, it comes out on the field just like it does in life. Like, we're just, we're tight. You know I mean? I don't really know how to explain it or, like, why it happened this year. It's just. Yeah. It is hard to explain. Uh, it's, it's just a, brother, it's it's just a brotherly happened. bond. It just like, yeah. like, any, like, any one of those guys, like, could call me right now, like, need anything. Like, I'd drop whatever I'm doing and, like, do whatever like do whatever for him like, it's just like it's a family like bond like it's a brotherly bond like real deal no I understand like, I, mean, I, I guess you just gotta live it that's what I'm like, saying yeah, I, mean, I, just, I mean you have so yeah, you, you've yeah. been on teams that were close and you've been on teams that weren't very close I'm assuming yeah 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 guys that I mean I've been on teams where guys thought about themselves more than team success and you know trying to get to the league I, I, I mean I kind I, I of understand you know they, they saw Tennessee win and a lot of guys go to the NFL so you know, they, they kind of start thinking about themselves, and you saw that. And then when we didn't have the success as a team, we vowed to put that self, that self, uh, our self goals to the side and do it for the team and realize that if we win, our own personal goals will kind of come with it as well. So once we kind of made that decision, we became super, super tight and spent a lot of time together, and exactly what you guys were explaining. Like, it's hard to – know like all right this is the moment it happened and this is you know, we had a team meeting and we said all right guys we're gonna start hanging out it didn't happen that way it just kind of just kind of it just kind of happens yeah it just blossoms yeah i mean is it for your case i'm assuming you're talking about the 06 team compared to the 05 team mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah the yeah. 05 team that was not a successful football team is it easier is this bond easier created when things have been hard because you lean on guys more no I think it just it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Like when just I was, personality wise, it just you guys just get along. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's kind of <laughs> fit. Like you know, everybody. You always, you know, it's like a big group. It's like a big puzzle. Everybody just kind of fit. Yeah. In their own little spot. Tell Blakely that Letterman jacket is fire. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. My jacket is also fire. Appreciate it. Yours is fire too. Tough. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's straight, but it ain't better than a Letterman jacket, yeah, though. That's, I mean, that's, that's I don't even have a Letterman jacket. That's the best jacket in the in the building right there. Oh, that's yeah. the best. I like yours too. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty fire. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> See, this is <laughs> that's clean too. Peter Blake iceberg. Yeah, it's, that's clean too. That's Ooh. clean. But I like I like I like Blakely's man. I got mine to, at the house. I don't wear mine though, man. I, I put this on because it was freezing outside this morning. <laughs> oh, I should have worn mine today. I, I know I'm going to wear mine next week. Are Letterman jackets comfortable? Are we doing a show next week? Yeah, man. Tomorrow, uh, Next week is the last week. Yeah, let's go. We're not, going, we're not doing like a bowl site show? We'll talk uh, about it, Kay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll see, guys. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see, Kay. We'll see. We got to know what bowl we're going to, and then we'll see. Do you, do you guys have preferences on that stuff? You pay In attention Nashville. to it? I want to go to Nashville. Oh, he didn't even let you finish. <laughs> Nashville. He wants to go to Nashville. Um, I want to go to Orlando. You're, you're for the Florida. What's, yeah. what's, what's Orlando? Citrus? Uh, Capital the, One, yeah. Or is it out, where the Outback? Outback Bowl in Tampa. That's uh, in Tampa. That's Capital One, like ESTG. Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. I want to go to Tampa. I went to Jacksonville last year. I want to go to Tampa this year. 
Yeah, Tampa was fine. I'm just not a big Florida guy, man. You don't like not Florida? Florida? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could definitely go to the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Or the Dolphins. The Dolphins. It's it's South Beach. Oh, it's happening. I got, I got some boys on the Dolphins. So I think, cool. That's how it happens. It happens like that all the time. All right, so I want to get, get back to this fishing thing you got going yes. on. Yes. Jay, Jay Blakely. Because it's to my understanding, not only do you fish, but you like – you got an Instagram page about fishing? Like, yeah. like this is your deal, right? Yeah, this is my deal. My Instagram page, Bass Ambassador. So what gets you into fishing? Get on him. Uh, my granddad, basically, um, I grew up fishing. I grew up in the country. Right. Sticks. So uh, it came to a point in time where, like, well, we don't even, like, in my household right now, like at home, we don't buy fish. If we want fish, we go and catch them. That's what that's the fish that we eat. Is the fish that we catch. So you got ponds? You, you, did ponds. you do a lot of pond fishing? Was Most, it lake fishing? What did you do? Well, back at home it was mostly ponds. And then I started lake fishing and stuff when I got up here. Hey, the ponds in South Georgia are so elite. <laughs> hey, they're so elite. They're they're lovely. Give me the give me the fishing page again. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, Bass Ambassador Forty Eight. Ah, uh, okay. So, what's your favorite kind of? I mean, do you like to. You like to bass fish, that style of fishing, or what do you like to do? Yeah, I love to bass fish. Anyway, just anyway, just, I love bass. What's fishing. the big? What's the biggest fish you caught? Uh, five pounds, six ounces. Okay, you got one better than that. He's a bass investor, man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do it to him. <laughs> nah, he, def- he definitely does. He definitely do. Nah, I, um. I'm not gonna crush his dreams. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, no, man. My, that was my priceless. PB, my PB is 10-2. <laughs> Do what? 10-2, 10, 10 pounds, 2 ounces. Is that a, was that on a lake or a pond? It was in a pond in Georgia. But I've caught an uh, 8-pounder out of Fort Loudon. Right up, right five minutes away from here. Really? Yep. So do you fish a lot? Have you been able to fish much up here, or is that just not uh, even a possibility? I did. At, uh, while, like, during training and whatnot, I was fishing pretty good. Then when season got in... I ain't go fishing at all. I ain't been fishing at all recently. So what's your favorite time of year? Are you a spring fish guy? You like to fish in the spring? Yeah, really. Or just whenever, whenever. I can go out there. Whenever you can go? It calms my nerves. That's my getaway. That's what I was about to ask you. Like, just that's, the... that's my getaway. Like, I, I, I could catch nothing. Just being out on the water and just, you know, casting just calms my nerves. I mean, it was kind of your thing too, right, Kate? Yeah, like, just to get so, away. So peaceful. Just to get away from things. For sure. Like, you're not worried about... That's your... why, like, I love like hunting fishing by myself like i love like the serenity of yeah. just like you and nature and like nothing else going on so do you leave like when you go fish you leave the phone in the truck no nah. so you so, so you're still play, you might play a little, <laughs> little music like music know. yeah i mean you got to be able to take a picture i mean you catch a you catch a 10 pounder you got to be able to flick yeah, it up you got to be able to flick it up <laughs> i've got some I, I think i've still got some pretty good fish on my twitter i'm checking you out over here blake yeah i got some pretty good ones on there yeah, so, yeah. so your granddad, when you were when you were little, you remember like the first couple of times. I mean, were you really small when you went? Oh yeah. I Did you really always small. like it? I mean, was it like the first time you went, or no. was it one of those once you caught a fish, you're like, all right, this is okay. It was once you caught a fish. I never really liked going for real because back when I was going as a kid, we was using these cane poles, mm-hmm. and it just sitting there watching the bobber just sit in the water it was awful. But when it went under. That was the Go exciting time. part. Yeah. So, I mean, I never really always enjoyed it. But as I got older, I realized that, you know, that's where I get, you know, a lot of my peace at, where I think, you know, just get away. 
But Zen, you're that guy with a bait caster throwing like 18 times in a minute. Yes, sir. Yes. You don't just throw it out there and chill, right? No, you got to work it. You got to wiggle your worm. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good one. Pretty chunk. That's pretty good. How dude. long ago was that? Uh, 17. I don't really fish like that anymore, man. All my spots dried up around here. So I got a quick story. So when I was when I was young, my, my great uncle who raised me took me fishing, and. Went to the store, got the got the box, got all the bait ready to go. It's our first time. Was this a Mickey Mouse ride, a Snoopy Pro- ride? Probably, what we going on probably, there? it probably was. It was. I was super young, and I asked him. I was like, "Why didn't we fish more?" He told me the first time we went out there, he saw a water moccasin, and mm. before we even cast the rod into the water, the string into the water, he packed up everything, and that was it. We didn't we didn't go back. That was it. So I've never really fished like that because of that incident. So you've never been back? No. I went with my high school coach when I was in high school. He had a boat. And he took me. I think it was, he was recruiting me to play football. He was trying to, he was trying to get me to play football because I was a basketball guy. Um, but I went fishing with him. He had a boat on Gunnersville, and it was amazing. I loved it. But I wish I would have grew up like you, going fishing yeah. more consistently. You live, but I, you live close to I Gunnersville? Did. Yeah, I'm from Huntsville. That's one of the best fishing lakes in the world. Oh, it's the best, man. So we, and then you're right down the road from Chickamauga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crappie. I, I remember, Ufala. I remember, How far yeah. are you from Ufala? Uh, I don't know. I have to ask Waze. <laughs> 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 we have to ask Google, man. I don't really know. I don't so, know. so for, for you, for in both of you, I mean, obviously there's some serenity in going fishing. But what else do you like to do? I mean, you can't fish year-round, obviously. What, what is your other getaway from football? Cod. Yes. <laughs> Call you play Vanguard yet? No. Uh, so you're a video I mean, game I'm guy? Not gonna, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I wouldn't say I'm a video game guy, but, yeah, I'll get on there and deal with that every now and then. That's another thing that makes us so close. Like, the whole, like, a lot of the O-line, like, we play video games together. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Sunday afternoon after you played, are you watching the NFL and just laying around? Are you playing video games? What are you doing? Both. I got I got NFL game playing on one TV and I'm playing the game on the other. Glance up every now and then, see what the score is. Do, do you guys feel like because you play football uh, at a place like Tennessee that when you turn on the television and you have coaches telling you about, hey, don't do this, don't do that, don't be in this situation, don't be in that situation, and you see other players, other schools, you know, getting in trouble, you kind of feel like it's, it's best just to be at the house and be yeah. away from everybody. One hundred percent. I don't put my. I, don't, I try not to put myself in in a situation. Like I don't leave. The, I don't really leave the house. I go yeah. to football and go home. Pretty much. Video games is the is the, is the best remedy, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Is that easier for both of you to do because you're older guys compared to when you were like freshmen? And yeah, like, for sure. Right. Hey, I want to be. I want to be on this. Everybody's experience it. Like you, you first get out of the house and like you're restless. Like you, you can't just sit in your room. Like you're restless. Yeah. You want to go. You want to run. You want to. It's your first little taste of freedom. So, I mean, everybody's going to gonna experience it differently. But I feel like most people, like, their first little taste of freedom, they want to run, they want to they go a little crazy. But, I mean, everybody grows out of that stage, some people quicker than others. Yeah, most definitely. So you're just like, nah, I'm good. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, you, can't, you can't hardly get me out of the house. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't, I don't normally go, I don't go nowhere for real. I need to go to Walmart. I still need to go to Walmart. I've been procrastinating for like five hey, days. You, so you can get online and order all your stuff, pull up to the spot, pull really? up in the little pickup thing, and they'll bring it out to you. It's just the point of getting there. <laughs> like, Bro, I went to the... She, she's looking at me like, you ain't never in your life done a pickup order at Walmart. 100% <laughs> but I, just, I, I haven't seen a guy when they hit 
you know, junior, senior that, that really go out and run the way they did when they were freshmen and actually be, like, good. Like, I've seen some seniors that don't play still act like they were freshmen, but usually the guys that are contributors, the guys who are in leadership roles, they are homebodies by the time you are tired, man. junior you know senior. Saying, yeah, yeah. Like you're tired, bro. You, like, you, you got that young body when you first get here, but it's like as years go, your body get restless, and you realize how important like your rest is. I, I wish you guys experienced the strip in the, in the, in the early 2000s. Hubs covered this team, so I'm sure he's wrote many stories about guys getting in trouble. I was, I, 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 I was way too many places at 3 o'clock in the morning looking for people on the strip, so I don't want to go down those roads. I tell you what, we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll go down a different road as uh, these guys reflect uh, a, a little bit more on what life's been like as a Vol and uh, what's ahead for them as well. That's coming up uh, on the other side of this break as you listen to Tennessee Prime from Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Bite into that crispy crust with just the right amount of spicy, and you're going to taste a tender, juicy, succulent chicken that is Gus's world-famous fried chicken, a timeless southern tradition that started over 60 years ago in Mason, Tennessee, with a secret family recipe. Gus's has stood the test of time and spread throughout the world. It's not just famous, it's world-famous fried chicken at Gus's. VolQuest.com has been the gold standard for Tennessee football coverage for over 20 years, led by an experienced staff with over 600 games covered amongst them. Speed, speed, and then some more speed. VolQuest takes you behind the scenes with features on coaches and players. For only $9.95 per month, find out why VolQuest continues to set that standard. the best source of Tennessee and college football talk is? Tune in to the Swain Event every morning from 7 to 10 a.m. You can listen on the Swain Event app or catch the live stream on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook Live. If you can't listen in real time, it's all good. Just click on the podcast icon in the app and listen at your convenience. Get all the information on the Vols all year long with the Swain Event. You will not find a better mix of big orange news and opinion anywhere else. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Dot com. Back on Tennessee Prime at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. Be sure to come and check them out here um, whenever you're in Knoxville, whenever you're around to uh, 
get the best fried chicken in the world. Jason Swain showing off his Thanksgiving deal. This guy over here is talking about one of his favorite meals to eat. He likes to grill, likes to cook. One of his favorite meals is some raccoon. So, uh, what, so uh, say what? <laughs> so, so, what? What? Raccoon. No way. Well, you, yeah. They sell this at the store in no, South Georgia? You, you got to go catch it yourself. You catch it yourself. You set the trap, you catch it, kill it, skin it, tear it up like pulled pork. This, 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 this is what you do on a regular basis, no or this like a one-time? Nah, nah, it's nah. Like nah it's like a one-time deal, like, like a one- special occasion type deal. Special, special occasion? occasion? Yeah, like, like, like Christmas, like, Thanksgiving type deal. Like, that was really the only two times I've had it. So, we, so we treat it like prime rib or something? Like I once mean, a lifetime? <laughs> like once occasion? Something like that. South, South Georgia, baby. Hey, I've got about ten raccoons in my in front of my trail camera right now. I'll go kill them. I'll bring them to you. All right, so let's talk a little bit about. And, and I know you guys don't want to get too super nostalgia here. You got a game to play, but but what what is some? Give me a couple of your favorite memories to this point. Um, things that are going to it could be on the field, off the field. Things that you'll ten years from now, fifteen years from now, you're going to tell your kids. You'll tell whoever about. This moment, this highlight, this Let's thing of my career. Um, basically, just I mean, my whole career has been full of excitement. I guess you would say. Um, let's see, the Florida game uh, when we came back on Florida in 2016. 2016, the Georgia game. Sorry, Kate. Uh, the Georgia Hail Mary. I wasn't. I, wasn't, I was in high school. Oh. The Hail Mary. Yeah, I was in high school. Really? Yeah, I was like a junior Jeez, in high school. <laughs> Talked to him all. <laughs> you are truly the last I'm, Mohican. Yeah. This dude was in middle school when you signed. Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, he's eating square pizza, man. He said, sorry, Corey. Like, like, I came out in 2016. Hey, I, I don't know why, but you did. Hey, you just All right, so you got those. I mean, personally, where's, where is the, the two-point tackle at Kentucky? That's got to rank up there somewhere, right? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Is that, your, that was that is was that, a very like that was kind of like the spark of my career. I feel I feel like that was that was really something that I needed, you know, at that time. Just for confidence. Yeah, basically, just for a confidence booster. You know, just I mean, before that play, it was like, all right, what is this game gonna come down to? And then go out and make that play. You know, it just. Basically gave myself the confidence, like, you know, I can really do this. Like, I can survive in this league for real. Yeah. Okay. That, that, Bowden, that Bowden fella, he was, whew. Yeah, he was the deal. He was a problem. Yeah, he was definitely a problem. He's certainly the real deal. Kate, for you, as you, as you think about, you know, the completion of, of your college career, what, what's, what's a couple of moments that, that you'll – that will always come up at a family gathering or, or, or when you sit down and talk to your son at some point in time about, boy, I remember back in my day we did – Man, just all the the good people I've been around, all the all the good relationships I've had, um, you know, some of, some of the best friends, best people I've ever met, you know, have come from this sport, and just like all the places that it's taken me um, has been really cool. I would say the Kentucky game this year was, you know, one of the funnest games I've had, like as as of all um, last year. You know, when when I finally got cleared, going to play Mizzou. We ran for 300-something yards. Like, that was awesome. Um, a little TVA, TVA thing that lasted for a week. <laughs> but, no, nah, just, the, just the people, man, just the memories that I've made with, with my friends and teammates. Um, 
like I said, like this is the best people that you know that you could have on your on your sideline. Like has come from this game. Man, let me share something with you, Kay. I, I was hesitant to even bring this up uh, during prime, but I'm going to do it anyways because it's on my heart. But I remember when you went to Georgia, and I was like, oh, man, I don't like this dude. And I hit up Amari. I was like, what's wrong with Kay, man? Why, what's wrong with him, man? Uh, and I'll tell you what, man. Dude, you have become, become one of my favorite players on this football team. You know, doing the show with you. Um, last week was probably my favorite show because when camp came and sat on your lap, and, uh, and I shared this to my people listening to my show, that was like the coolest moment because I saw the way your little brother looked at you like you were his hero. For sure, and man. you told him that, that you loved him, and he looked at you, and you know, he told you that he loved you. and um, That's what it's all about, man. No, that's what sure. it's all about. That was, that, that was the highlight of, of Tennessee Prime for, for me. Um, and I know a lot of people watching and listening, they've enjoyed this because they've got a chance to learn more about you guys, like sure. as people, not just that's, as football yeah, players. That's, that's not, what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been just really, really cool, like, to learn that brother here eating raccoons. Like, I, that's, <laughs> that's, that's different, but I'm glad <laughs> I wouldn't have known that unless we, unless we doing this show. Um, but, yeah, man, I just I, – Kay, I just wanted to let you know that, man. I appreciate that. Um, I went from being disappointed in you <laughs> going to Georgia to, to loving you, man. Hey, man. It's all about perspective. <laughs> exactly. It's, oh, yeah. Exactly. And I understand because I'm from Alabama and came here, so I get it. So it's all about perspective. Exactly. Exactly. So I just want to let you know that, man. Before, I appreciate Before I appreciate you blow it. up, go to the league and forget about us. <laughs> nah, never, never, never. <laughs> Not that. But one more ride on, on in Neyland Stadium. Um, it's going to have to be special for you guys. I, I know when we joke, you've been around a long time, but – it still goes by really fast. Does, does uh, really, really fast. And it still feels like you're moving in, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it it, it happens quick, and I know because of this show and because of the way you guys have interacted with fans and all the media stuff that you've done, the fan base feels like they know this team as well as any team in a long time, and I think that's one of the reasons why the fans love you guys and love this team the way they have. So appreciate your honesty. Appreciate you guys. Um, being as transparent about everything as you've been on this show and other interviews that you've done. And uh, on behalf of everybody that, that pulls for the Vols, good luck on Saturday and thanks for it. Thanks for everything. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. It's, been, it's been an awesome two years. I've, I've appreciated it. I've loved, I've loved every minute here. Yeah, but it ain't done. you got a bowl game to go. you got a game on Saturday. you got plenty more cold practices coming up. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get it back to some fun lighthearted stuff. But we do appreciate uh, everything you guys have done. Congratulations on uh, six years and, and all of the journey that you that you've made. And good luck on Saturday. That's going to do it for this edition of Tennessee Prime. Hope you've enjoyed tonight. Uh, we certainly enjoyed doing it. Coming to you live from uh, Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken for Cade Mays, Jaquan Blakely, and Jason Swain. I'm Brent Hobbs. Thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Num, 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 nums.